Hey, everybody. It's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, Jick. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. How's it going, guys? It's going going all right. I'm hoping right. that we won't have any weird audio problems with this uh, episode. I figured out what it was, uh, and now I know what switch not to accidentally hit on this recording thing. Well, or to purposely hit for extra hilarity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that, was my, that was my point as well, was maybe it, you, you now have control over how funny you are. Uh, just in terms of a toggle switch. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is I can't really do it that way. If we were all here, then it would be fun uh, to just move the thing up and down during well, no, because it. Like, because that makes me the straight But man. because it causes our recording to go in and out of sync with yours in a, in a super mm. annoying way. Man, you ought to see that project file. That shit was crazy. Did you like end up cutting it up into bits to... To get it, yeah, I ended up cutting like wow, the last ten sucks, minutes man. of yours, just yeah, moving a bunch of silence and lining up res- responses to questions in a way that made you sound extra gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also it, and also it was like in time. Ah, okay. <laughs> I had two. I had two reasons for doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I think that we should be able to avoid shit like that in the future because now I know what. Now I'm just going to be compulsively checking this thing that says rate 1.0. Hmm. Um, Huh. Although maybe I should upgrade it to rate 2.0 so that it will solve those problems for me. <laughs> Actually, upping the rate would make us sound, and it, it is amazing how fast you become like illegible, hmm. like crazy fat black dude. Like you go from <laughs> you go from fat black dude to unintelligible crazy fat black dude in very little in terms of a multiplier. So like you start slowing ant? yourself or... down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, sure. You go to ant. Uh yeah, how you guys been? Got no complaints. Griff, you've been working on some super secret KOL projects. Yeah, doing some super secret KOL projects. I did a little, uh, did a little uh, minor office renovation today. Ooh, oh, what yeah. was that? I uh, I moved all of Kevin's D and D books onto an actual bookshelf, and uh, oh, reclaimed that table as a uh, as a Lego station. Oh, okay, nice. so now your your entire you have to crawl under a table to get to your desk. Instead of being instead of being surrounded on three sides, you're surrounded on four. No, I left I left the table in the corner of the room where it was. Man, that would be great though. If you just had a desk all around you and like and then just it, like then if you just also had like blankets and the ability to just te- teleport in and out of it, right? Oh. So it wasn't a hassle. Or or like a I don't know like a chair that would sink down into the floor, scoot over, and pop back up. Ooh. Yeah, they just pop up out of the ground like uh, number two in the prisoner. Unless somebody accidentally moved one of your desks, such that when the <laughs> when the track when the track opened up, <laughs> your chair sinks into the floor. You start to move across, and then one of your desks just collapses into it, <laughs> covering you with like board games and thread and Lego robots and garbage. <clears throat> yeah, we should Man. we should do a video podcast someday where we show. Uh, our listeners uh, riffs working conditions uh, all, all our various working areas I, I re- really wish that oh, I really wish that I had had a time lapse security camera pointed at everything uh, you know since I was born because <laughs> there's a lot of things that in retrospect would have been really cool as a time lapse sure. video well, plus it'd be useful for like where did I put my keys <laughs> oh sure where did I put my keys in 1997 <laughs> Those keys are probably worth a lot by now. <laughs> um, yeah, Kevin got me a sweet. I mean, hot stuff got me a sweet 
uh, time time lapse camera for Christmas, hey, and then it, gave it to me early because he thought I might like to use it on the trip. Does it work? Like, what's the? How does? Have you tried it at all? <laughs> Uh, I've messed with it a little bit in my office. I haven't, I haven't done anything with it yet. I've, I've been trying to figure out, I need to go outside at some point during the day and see if there is a place that I can put the camera that is pointed at like a nice patch of sky and world that I can just do like a couple days time-lapse hmm. as a test. Sure, sure. Um, when you set it to time-lapse, it doesn't actually make a video. It just makes a bunch of JPEGs. Oh, hmm. really? Um, yeah, but that's fine because you can just drag a pile of JPEGs into Windows Movie Maker and it will just make a movie out of them probably in date order by default. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so that's pretty cool. Um, I thought about, I, I put together a Lego set and I thought about doing a time lapse of that, but then it wasn't a very big Lego set, so it was only one picture. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding about that. But um, what, what, what set was it? Uh, I put together the uh, the one with the the Wampa Cave. Oh, okay. Uh, I just had like a snowspeeder and a Wampa Cave. And, you know, it was like a half hour. It was like a half hour build. That's what that's what they say. Oh man, that was a good build. Yeah, it's a great I, build. I don't think you it's have a lot of studs not, not on top <laughs> connections, and it's not really a build locking. because you can you can take those pieces and rearrange them at any time. Yeah. Okay. That's a funny joke about game game systems. Oh, right. Okay. Oh. All right. I'm sorry. It took. I, oh. <laughs> okay. It took. It took so long that I forgot to laugh. It's. A, it's not like that's so funny. I forgot to laugh, but I literally was like, oh, mm, joke. The audio. The audio takes. Extra, oh shit! I skipped time, a step. Plus the humor takes extra extra time from Chicago. Right. Yeah. No. It's like a. It's like a joke grenade with a built-in phone delay. Anyway, what have you been up to? You you haven't you you basically have had nothing to do with KOL for the last week or so. Yeah, I have stuff. I have been holed up in my uh, word realms bunker uh, and doing almost almost nothing besides sleeping, eating, and uh, working on word realms. So yeah, we, we got a new beta build out today, which you know I woohoo the, the original well I mean the original date for this was like uh, mid to late August, but the. Uh, the date had been October 4th and then that got pushed to the 8th and then the 9th and then it was like 1130 last night when I built it and uh, we were like, you know, this might be broken in some serious way so we should probably test it a little bit. So then we we tested it this morning and fixed some bugs and then pushed it out this afternoon. So, yep. uh, this is like making video games is so much harder than it seems like it should be. Well, right, making word realms is harder than it should be, <laughs> but but like, like but polish I, I, is I, hard. I, polish is really hard because I feel like the game is there. Like we could just release this, and like it is, it's a game, and people could play it, and they'd have fun and stuff. Like, but like making it, doing all those like little intangible things that make it really, really satisfying, I think, is hard. And like you know, we don't know how to do a lot of them. Like like sound effects is something that we're like teaching ourselves how to do, and it's it's yeah, interesting. Yeah, but we're we're smart dudes. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows how to do anything until they figure out how to do it. Sure. sure. Or I guess like read a book or something. <laughs> what? Do you want to be a <laughs> pussy about it? Sound effects, though, uh, man. We're making we're making progress. We had it's been a long time since we had one of those conversations where we're arguing ab- where my position in the argument was we don't want to build a system that requires us to do 
an amount of work that is everything multiplied by everything. Like an amount of work that is everything plus everything is a very different thing than an amount of work that is everything times, times everything. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and then always when we're, we're already doing an everything times everything amount of work, you were like, what if we had a third axis? And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I'm going to strangle you. <laughs> As soon as we're in the same room and you're sleeping, you're going to regret suggesting that. So, well, not really. So where are these where are these new sound effects coming from? Are you, uh, is, you know, we, recording we have no, we have like uh, we're, we're doing it all. To add to the game. It's ridiculous, Riff. We're doing it all in-house. Uh, the uh, Wes had, Wes owned some, uh, some sound effects libraries. Hmm. We made some stuff. I think a bunch of the stuff that Wes is using, he's just recorded. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know why like, I think that. It might, maybe somebody else did that. He's like banging celery on the counter and stuff. Mm, I think it's more just like, ugh. Eee! Blah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yeah. I mean, that's, those I are, would. Those are the, 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 the most important four sound you know, effects now, in the game. I, now I kind of want to actually record some of my farts and have <laughs> have them be in the game. I think that would just be like it Most would just be like genuine fart noise. I'm secretly I'm secretly farting on everyone who plays it and and nobody knows it except me and everyone who's listening to this. Uh I I had my my girlfriend whisper a bunch of syllables and then I turned those whispers into super creepy witch noises. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, one super creepy witch noise as a test. But it only took a few minutes, so I can make an arbitrary number of super creepy witch noises now. Um, yep. I could just... If you put enough reverb on a fart, it doesn't even sound like a fart anymore. <laughs> also, I had my girl... I had my very talented girlfriend fart a list of syllables. Uh, like that Olivia Newton-John song where she says, I want to hear your body talk. That's what she, that's what she means. Oh. The man who taught his asshole to talk. Yeah. Uh, wow! Good old Bill Burroughs. Who do you think would win in a fight between Bill Burroughs and Bill Brasky? Oh, what about Bill Burroughs and it. William S. Burroughs? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, Bill Burroughs is William S. Burroughs. Well, I call shit. him Bill because we're friends. <laughs> and also so that he'll survive the apocalypse. Oh yeah! Right. Oh, that is an excellent point. He's Wait, already do dead. Does count? he get resurrected? Yeah, I don't, you yeah, can just, just, everybody can just get a happens. nickname and they'd survive. So we need to be careful. Yeah, but Bill, so suggesting that somebody named William Burroughs is not named Bill Burroughs is rules lawyering. <laughs> and we're not going to invite you to our next session. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironic because the, the, one, the one Bill that I know uh, prefers to go by William now. And he is a lawyer. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah, I know that. I know that guy, too. <clears throat> that, that's not the only bill we it is, know. It isn't. We the know only lots. Bill. Of, I know. I'm. <clears throat> I was being. Yeah. I was being uh, uh, extravagant. That's not even the right word. I was. I was being hyperbolic. Uh, we know that guy to make a bill, bill of lading. Yes. <laughs> what is what's lading? Uh, does it have to do with shipping or moving? I think so. <clears throat> okay. Business. That, that's that's as as much detail as I accounts could receivable. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wait a second. I just looked it up in the dictionary, and lading is the act of lading. That's just wrong. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't are be you, allowed. Are you? 
are you sure you looked it up in a dictionary and not a mirror? <laughs> I think I think what they mean is the the noun lading is the act of the verb lading, which actually has a which actually has a definition. It is to put something in or on as a burden, load, or cargo, hmm. or to oh. lo- load oppressively, yeah. so, or to cover abundantly. Okay. <laughs> Load. So it's just load. Yeah. Yeah. Laid is load. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Laid is also a good James song. You think you're so pretty. Yep. E. E. That's how that song goes. <laughs> well, well, <okay>. Sounds weird <laughs> without the falsetto. I should. I should pitch bend. <laughs> yes. Pitch bend that part push, of the recording. Push that button. No. Can now you, I have to check to make sure I didn't accidentally push that button. Can Rip. you push it? Can you push it later? Or I mean, I guess you could do some post effects, some after effects. You, you think you're so pretty? E. E. Yeah. Well, which is how I would do it you if break I were out Kai's power tools. If uh, until you guys ruined it by talking about it, I was gonna go back and pitch shift myself <laughs> in the beginning in the beginning of the show to make it seem like I had fucked up. But then when you you were just so on the nose about it. <clears throat> Well, um, that I decided I couldn't do that. You anymore. have to let us oh. in on your evil schemes. Yeah, well, but then it won't be funny to you guys. But also, see, I'm trying to, I'm trying to protect you. Well, also, we're we're saving you all this time and effort uh, by ruining all of your work in advance. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't typically re-listen to the shows. So. You don't, Riff? <laughs> no. You know, I don't listen to these. Really? Yeah. Once in a while, I'll I'll re-listen to a. Uh, to a video games hot dog if like if something that we talked about comes up somewhere else and I want to rehear what it was that we said about it. Okay. I'll I'll re-listen to an episode, but um yeah, I don't listen to I don't listen to advice hot dog unless unless I feel like there's an especially good episode and then I will like I will play it for trubs. Hmm. Uh Video games hot dog. I listen to all of them so that I can make the games list. Sometimes, if I if we have a hard time coming up with a title for an advice hot dog, I'll listen to the whole thing and write down a list of potential titles. But that is a bad use of time. <laughs> that is like I've just converted an hour into two words. And that is not <laughs> like that's a that's bad math right there. Uh, hey, let's get to this forum thread. How about that, fellas? Okay. okay. I eat food, writes, why does it take so long to get the radio show up on iTunes? I miss the shows about half the time and hate waiting days to listen. What gives, Jick? Well, um, so the, there are, there is something that makes it so I can't do any of the shows right away. And I, I think longtime listeners have, something have different heard for this. Each show. It is actually something different for every show. <laughs> the Monday shows. Scully has to upload them to a place so that I can download them. That upload takes like an hour, and I always go out to dinner. Like, after by, by that time, you're already drunk. So after we record the show, yeah. but when I get back, it's like I'm either drunk or I'm like ready to go to bed, or I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should download that thing, edit right. it, and and post it to iTunes. The Thursday KOL show, I have to, I have to edit it ahead of time and then put it in a Dropbox for them to play. Uh, on the radio at the time and the same thing with video games hot dog and then I have to do that like Wednesday nights or Thursday mornings and then I have to upload them sometime after Thursday night 
And so there's not like a thing that I have to do that's like, oh, it's time for me to do this. Yeah. Oh, just get Siri to tell you. I should just get Siri to tell me to do and it. And this is Siri. all just so that you Except can... Except I don't... I, don't I, can, I can't bring myself to call her Siri, so I always just put it up to my face and say, computer. <laughs> <laughs> this, is all, this is all in the service of um, letting the radio be the first to broadcast it, right? Like... If we if we didn't yep. want to if we didn't want to do that, you could just post it at the same time, in the same place even for that. As I, I could just post it at the same time as I edit it. Yeah, with video games, hot dog. So I I can upload the Thursday show anytime after Thursday night. Or I mean, they would technically be first even if I posted it to the feed while it was broadcasting. Hmm. The times when I do think about it, it's always like, oh, this is probably broadcasting right now. I better not upload it. Here's, so then I fuck around and don't do it, and then I don't do it until like would Saturday. It, would it be worth like? writing like a little script that would you could upload it whenever it would it would sit in a repository for the radio DJs to to be able to broadcast and at at a specified time Thursday night it would just post it to the the appropriate place I don't think that it would be worth automating it for just the Thursday show because I very rarely forget to do the Thursday show prior to like Friday I see um, video games hot dog, I have to spend the time listening to it and making the games list, which depending on how busy I am. And I mean, this is the thing with the Monday show too. Like I could have downloaded and edited the Monday show yesterday or today, but I was really busy at work. And by I, the time uh, I got home, I didn't think, I didn't think of it. I recently went back through my, through the archive of video games, hot dog episodes and, uh, noticed that there were a handful of them that were like, uh, video game list you know, forthcoming or whatever. And so I deleted them and redownloaded them and they had the list there. So like I had managed, like iTunes had downloaded it uh, while it was in a transitory state or while it was like in a placeholder state, which was interesting. Yeah. There've been a couple, there've been a couple times when I have like, we've recorded and like right before dragon con, right. I was like, I don't have time to listen to this, but I don't want to wait that long to upload it. So I just put it, I put it in the feed without the list. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and, and yeah, then, then once it downloads, like once it downloads, that's the thing. Once you put it in the feed, it gets onto everybody's devices that are doing it automatically. And if you change it, they don't find out. So right. hmm. it's not like it is a, it is a sort of a egg scrambling process to do it. You can't really un, uh, unput it on the feed. Um, so only like, yeah, uh, so sometimes new listeners, sometimes it takes me a while to get around uh, to video games, hot dog. Only new listeners to our podcast will will find the uh, the puzzle that we've hidden uh, by editing them <laughs> two weeks after after release, uh, right. and, and get the gold. And then advice hot dog, I have to wait for Roy to make the episode art, <laughs> um, <laughs> which just takes an arbitrary amount of time depending on how busy he is, which usually corresponds with how busy I am. I mean, it is. I really like doing these podcasts, and I think that they're you know they they make a lot of people happy, and it's yeah. like I think it's worth putting them out in the world, but it is very difficult to prioritize them over the actual work, work we do making video games because, yeah, because they are a time sink that costs us money. Yeah. Uh, so it's, <coughs> uh, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm going to try, depending on how much I drink tonight, to get totally caught up on everything feed-wise tonight after this recording. I feel um, like... Uh iOS six has like fucked everything up for pod for podcasts, and I and I'm worried. <clears throat> like, it seems like there's a bunch of like user 
problems with podcasts. Like people are complaining that it's like the like the iOS, the Apple iOS six uh, podcast app kind of blows. And then uh, yeah, it's a, it is like a it's horribly reviewed. It's at like the the sense I've not really tried using it. I I looked at it and I was like, nope. And then just went uh, back to using my own thing. I don't, I don't have any problem with it. I haven't yet figured out how to get my uh, my list of what I've already listened to synced properly between the iPad and my actual computer. Oh Jesus Christ! I you, would not even. You can't that, apparently man. make a playlist of podcasts, which is exactly which I, I don't want to listen to the same podcast in a row. I want to listen to like a variety, sort of sprinkled all together that I can carefully construct each. You know, each time. I mean, I'm a dude that listens to a lot of fucking <laughs> podcasts, and I have never begrudged the effort of starting another podcast after I finished one. <laughs> like, do you re- do you regularly just queue up like six hours of podcasts I and then just listen to up, it hands free for six hours? Well, I regularly queue up a month's worth of podcasts, and then when I plug in my headphones to my phone, if I'm not doing anything, I just hit play. And like it's, it's uh, I see. So you just have a to-do list of podcasts. Yeah, that's that is not the way that I approach media consumption yeah, at all. No, me neither. Yeah. See, you're like a good you're like a good Netflix user. Oh, I'm a great right? because user. <laughs> I, I will listen to I will listen to whatever I'm in the mood to listen to at whatever moment, mm-hmm. and I will watch whatever Netflix movie I'm in the mood to watch, as opposed to actually making a list of the order in which I think I'm going to watch them and then sticking to that order, which seems to be the way that you do it. Yeah, that's how I do things. This is, I mean, this, uh, this you is are, you are very our, good at, you are very work. good at making a list of things that extends out months in the future yes. and then just doing those things in order. Yep. And I, that makes me want to rip my eyes out <laughs> thinking about a list that has six months worth of stuff on it. <clears throat> it just heads. makes me cool. Which is funny because we, we have me. one of those lists and it's called a word rounds. <laughs> Yeah. No, I know. I Why do you think I, I hate it so much? It also <laughs> seems to have screwed up yeah. the ability for people to, like us, to have a good sense of how many people are listening to the show, right? Yeah, Jesus Christ. The, it is, if somebody streams a podcast, if somebody streams an episode of one of our podcasts, that shows up as, like, 30,000 hits. Whoa. So... That we just we need we have to just change the way the recording works. But the way that that fucking thing works is it does individual web yeah. requests for every kilobyte of oh, data. Oh man, it's ridiculous. and I, I it's crazy. It is, and I don't. Oh <laughs> uh, my god, we can't be the only ones. I tried to do a problem. Google search for it, and like the the problems, like the user problems, overwhelm the ability for me to find any kind of data about uh, providers having problems with iOS 6. So, yeah. Fuck. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway. Underscore Wass says, Is Alice in Chains the greatest band ever? Uh, I should add, I probably shouldn't. Uh, No. Not even no. That's weird. I'm not particularly familiar with them, but I had a guess I'm going to say no. I like Crestoni says, Hey, a chick. box song. You like that chicken in a box song? The, the chicken in a box, yeah. <clears throat> it was delicious. No, okay. The man, the man in the box. I'm the man in the box. Right. That's, oh, okay. That's I don't know. Yeah, song. I don't know it. That's like the only. That's sure. Like their okay. Radio. Hit. Did they do the vaso vasoline where they had to change it to vasoline? 
so that nobody would know they were talking about Vaseline, which is a registered trademark of Vaseline. I don't... TM. Don't The TM is kind of blurry, because there's Vaseline (laughs) on the lens. Uh, Crestoni writes, Hey, Ajik, I really enjoyed database design, and I remember a past show where you said that what we learn in theory is sometimes crap when implemented. Can you give us some examples from your experience with KOL? Uh, Well, the main main thing uh, is that third normal form being the sort of platonic ideal of database design works great if you are operating under the assumption of infinite hardware, but in a production environment, hardware is doggedly finite what is uh, in, in every form? case that you will find. A third normal form is is like a database that is properly in third normal form, third normal form, as I understand it, is that there is never any duplication of information anywhere. Oh, Jesus. Um, and And just what that means is that you can get these like cascading queries that make it so like every line of chat has to hit the player table to see what the name of the player who said it is Mm. right and it's not a big deal if you have infinite hardware right if those queries are always going to they're not going to be in contention with each other and stuff but like you know what makes far the fuck more sense is for us to just store the name of each player with each line of chat so that chat only has to look at one row one table when it's when it's displaying stuff hmm. you know and it's like it, 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 these lessons come up across the board with programming stuff like doing everything object oriented is really great until you are working on a big project that has changing requirements and then the the awesome levels of abstraction that you've applied to your to your objects and their methods suddenly just makes it impossible to change the way that things work because it just without it without it fucking up a whole bunch of other unrelated stuff yeah um yeah yeah uh wax says hey jick no question hey everyone who isn't jick have you read any terry pratchett what book would you recommend jick read first yeah a lot of people are really upset about the fact that i haven't read any terry pratchett (laughs) other than good omens and that i didn't like it good omens is a good one um Although it's it's not pure Terry Pratchett, that was the one he wrote with Neil Gaiman. Yep. Um, I yeah, I've read pretty much all Terry Pratchett except for his most recent one, which I haven't got around to yet. Um, um, re- you've read like the whole everything that Discworld. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff, man. Well, I mean, I didn't do it all recently. <laughs> I started in like high school. Uh, okay, <laughs> I've had plenty of time. <laughs> no, you, you read it all during the show. Yeah. <laughs> this is why he hasn't been talking very much. Um, it's hard to say where to start exactly, um, because there's so many of them, like, I saw this crazy-ass flowchart once that had every book was an individual box, and then they had all lines pointing which books referred to which other books so that you could determine what order you should read them in, but, um, I mean... Guards, Guards is a good one, and uh, Night Watch is a good one, and those both deal with the same particular set of characters, so they work well together. Um, um, what do you think about just like one... the color of magic, which is like the first thing that I read? Nah, I wouldn't. I would not start with. I try. The first that's copy. the only one that I own, and yeah. I I read the first few pages of it, and I was just like, ah, this does not seem like he, a book that I want to really read didn't, at all. He really didn't find his voice until like four or five in. Huh. Okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't dislike yeah. the color of magic. So. I mean, it's okay. It's just not as good as as the rest of them. Okay. Um, going postal was good. 
Um, that was a much more recent one. I can't think of the one that was... What was the title of the one that was all religion-themed? The Bible. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll look up and see if I can find that chart and post it in the thread or somewhere. Uh, Wack continues, question, is Halloween content a thing? If it's a big thing like the sorority house, please do a prior warning like you did with the fires on the plains. That was really appreciated. There is not going to be big uh, Halloween content. If there is Halloween content, it is going to be uh, very disappointing. Um, <laughs> because just... I, I prefer the phrase bite-sized. Okay. So like a fun-sized fun candy. Size. It's a, yeah, it's, it'll yeah. be fun-sized Halloween content. Yeah. Um, yeah, we really gotta we gotta figure that shit out too. I man, there is a lot of shit to do, and yeah, like three days before I leave here. town, yeah. I have I have tomorrow and the next day, and I also just got a text from my mom, which reminded me. Oh right, my mom and my grandpa are headed to town right now oh, and are staying with me. Shit. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> fuck, we should have we should have recorded this morning, hmm. but then I would have started drinking for breakfast. I had no idea <laughs> that you were. So, yeah, no, I had I had forgotten about it because they're they're flying out tomorrow, and so like you could have made a breakfast burrito. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, continues. Whack Dishonored is out. Have you played it? Can we have giant swarms of rats in the Halloween content that eat stuff? Stay tuned to the next episode of Video Games Hot Dog <laughs> to hear me talk the fuck about Dishonored. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Hmm. Uh, hot is stuff. You're not allowed Mac to. Version? Hot stuff. You're not allowed to play it. For it would take until there's time. no more until there's no more work to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but if i tell you that you should play something you put it on your list of games to play that you are currently five years from the end of so <laughs> well, maybe I, that's okay i literally did put it on my list of things to play right after you said you should play this yeah. game someday <laughs> i i think that you would really really like it uh, but like i said we're going to talk about that on video games Hot okay Dog. all right fine WVO Coin says, continuing the question about initiative from the last show, why not strip the percent sign off initiative and just present it as a flat number? Be a little simpler, indicate that multiple bonuses get added and not multiplied, make small numbers like plus 10 feel less useless, and no longer imply that plus 10% lets you get the jump 10% more often, which is what I bet most people think. I mean, does... I think 10% does let you get the jump 10% more often, doesn't it? No, because it's because you're comparing two numbers, right? Like, Is it... 20% more often? I mean that No, so, it, it varies it it is entirely dependent on what your opponent's initiative stat is. Yeah, but the, let's assume like the the monster's initiative is almost always 50. Okay. So against a against a given monster, uh-huh. the increase the increase in the chance that you'll gain initiative against them varies a lot. Right? I mean against a monster with zero initiative, all of the pluses in the world represent a 0% increase in times that you get the jump. Yep. And against a monster um, with 10,000 initiative, it, it also does not matter what yours is. So. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that... Pl- we were, t- you know, basically on the Monday show, somebody asked why is initiative expressed as a percentage? And I was like, well, fuck, I don't know, because I thought of the values as being from 1 to 100, you know? That's a good point, actually, because uh, it, it really isn't. And I didn't even, I never thought of that either. And that's totally, that's a totally valid, uh, I don't know, complaint, notice, or whatever. Yep. We probably should just re- remove the percent. That I that makes a bunch, because like, it is just a number, and there's no, there's no harm or foul in just having it be a number. 
It's weird, though, that it's a number that you just don't see. Well, but you could. we could expose your... We, I think you can see your own initiative, right? If you... Uh, if you look for it. I don't think so. Do we not expose I don't think that you can. Um, <clears throat> you could calculate it, and then you could also... If, I thought initiative was one of those things that we were considering putting as a uh, displayed variable. As a Manuel thing. Manuel yeah. Thing, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it, the way initiative works is weird, right? Because it's not just like a comparison of the two numbers. It it You have a base of 1D100 initiative. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, you roll a 1d100 and it compares that to the monster's initiative value to see whether you go first or it goes first. So, like, that is why it's a percentage, right? Like, you are either operating at 100% of your speed or 0% of your speed. Hmm. Huh. And, I mean, it's percentile dice, right? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Takenoko writes, in general, do you guys like doing the KOL podcast more or the video games hot dog one? Do you guys feel more like yourselves when you're Jick Hot Stuff and Riff or when you're Zach, Kevin, and Riff? Um, you know, it's weird. I feel a little bit more pressure because the audience for video games hot dog is so much larger than the KOL audience and less inclined to like us hmm. for, for other reasons. Right. <laughs> Certainly for the first few episodes, like we recorded the first episode of Video Games Hot Dog, were super fucking nervous about it for some reason, and did a terrible job and threw it away. Yeah. Um, and and I it always is like, I feel like a little looser when we're doing the KOL podcast, which I think sometimes results really? results in some you know funny stuff happening. But then I also feel a little more. I feel a little more like pressure on myself when I'm doing video games hot dog which I think also results in better quality hmm. interesting I, I I generally prefer the video games hot dog because I don't have as much to talk about on the KOL podcast because generally whatever I'm working on for KOL is secret yeah huh. that's, that's interesting that's true because you're I mean unless unless we have just released what you're working what you have been working on for the past week or month or whatever Right. Yeah, but Rift tends to work on longer term projects, right? Like Rift, yeah. it, it, like, yeah, it, it's usually like some big sweeping thing that Rift is doing. Whereas, like, you know, Scully and I can talk about like whatever thing that we worked on for a week and then released. But Rift's projects just don't naturally tend towards that. I've been. What about I've you, been, Kevin? I've been really excited by reading uh, what Rift's been writing. It's kind of awesome. It's. It's it's been coming out well. I'm, this stuff I'm super the super recent stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was I was afraid that that idea didn't have any legs, but it turns out it just totally totally does. That yeah. uh, that one that one first scene kind of freaked me out a little while I was writing it. I don't know how horror authors continue <laughs> to constantly write horror. Well, I was going to suggest I was like just go insane. Riff, why don't you write some sort of either either like a like a really serious horror choose your own adventure or like a horror novel. Like, I feel like it seems like you've got it in I, Yeah, writing a novel is something that I've had in my, you know, stuff I want to do list for a long time. I've just been totally stymied. With, it, you're not doing the with, list in order. So yeah. That's your fucking problem, right? Like, this is why. I just haven't got a good workable idea that that I enjoy enough yet. Huh. 
Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think the the trick for things like that is you have to do it even when you're not enjoying it. Hmm. You know, and like, well, I mean, I I don't want to just start writing without any kind of plot in mind. So I have to come up with a plot idea first, and that's where I'm stuck. All right. Well, here's what you do: you just you go. You drive to a different town, check into a hotel, no computer, <laughs> just a notebook, and you say, all right, I'm not leaving or eating until <laughs> there is the outline of a novel on this sheet of paper. And then it becomes a novel about a bakery murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, all, for some reason, all of Rift's horror is all, revolves around food. <laughs> um what about what about what about you, Kevin? Well, so I mean, I I like the video games hot dog uh, podcast more. Like, I'm also in the situation where I will pro- I, I go through and I listen to those podcasts. Where I whereas I don't tend to listen to the KOL podcast that we've already done. Um, I feel a lot less pressure uh, on the KOL podcasts because it's almost all questions. Like, it's almost all like just responding to stuff that people have written to us. Whereas That's with true. Video yeah. Like, we, we, we don't have, have to like actually content. express things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I we, don't know. Like, we could stand, I feel to be a little bit less lax on answering reader mail on video games. Hot dogs, yeah. Though. It's just that always, it always comes up. I mean, what we I, what I sort of, of wish is that maybe like, maybe we do, maybe we do it first mm. or, huh. it, you know, I, it's just that that or maybe like alternate that first section where we're just randomly talking about stuff always just goes on and on and on and on and on. And I don't want it to become like a three hour podcast. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I, but yeah, I, I think Giant Bomb has that niche pretty well. It bad. also, it also, yeah. we don't, we don't yet have a big enough and active enough audience that we constantly have more questions than we can answer. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not really choosing. I mean, we are choosing to some extent. I am choosing to some extent, but like, we don't get a ton of mail. We don't get a ton of questions. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should. How much, how much can you ask? Do it first. How many questions can you ask dudes that are making and playing video games? Really, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Um, infinite number sure i mean with kol though like the the work that i do too is always so like i have a tiny finger or like a couple of tiny fingers in a lot of stuff that we do so i, I can i can definitely talk about almost everything that we put out because i you know I'll, I'll put some numbers on something that we've done or whatever um or like you know today like we had a conference call and i was i was pretty excited because i sort of suggested something off the cuff and it turned into a really sort of cool idea that i think people are excited about yeah that was pretty that was pretty sweet actually we went from we went from zero to basically a fully conceived and designed item of the month totally collaboratively in like five minutes yeah i don't remember just by starting with a yeah starting with a dumb joke yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i don't remember what the last one i really i I remember saying almost that exact phrase before and i don't remember which one it was and i Mm. hope that it wasn't one that turned out to be real shitty and unpopular Uh, also, continues Takenoko, congrats to Jick for having the last question on the Idle Thumbs Ruination cast. You are the number one ruiner and got awesome. Chris to talk about poop. Thumbs up. Uh, I, they, must have, they must have done them in, in like ascending order because right. doing the sponsorship put me at the top of that list. But no, I mean, yeah, that's no, good. It's I awesome. haven't listened to it. I'm saving it because uh, I didn't want to listen to it live. I wanted to save a five-hour episode of Idle Thumbs for next week when I'm going to be driving across the fucking barren wastes of New Mexico and Texas. <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to it yet either. Is it up on iTunes? Uh, no, it's not. Yet? It's not. He he said later this week. Well, he no, would it's, have it's, a clean I up. have it. It's downloaded. It's four hours thirty-nine minutes. 
Oh, wow. Wow. It's in my feed. Nice. It's in my feed. Oh. Well, I guess he did do it then. Episode 78, Vital uh, Thumbs. Detour Sojat says, just wanted to make sure that even though the initial wave of compliments has passed, Riff is still getting congratulated on the great fun that is this challenge path. Aww. Thank you, Riff. Thank you. Mm, Spudgy says, assuming there's Manuel content we don't have access to. For example, if no one in the kingdom has a copy of a rock snake as content was written for the Clodhopper, any plans on somehow reintroducing creatures? No, I don't think that we wrote factoids for things that didn't that weren't represented. I, there Generally are maybe cases not, where yeah. we weren't very careful about it. Yeah, uh, um, I mean, just just to be. I contrary, remember the rock snake totally does have factoids. Oh, yeah. So, I rem- are we sure that nobody has a rock snake? I have no. I idea. think it well, might yes, be on no fact spot. <laughs> oh, oh. So yeah, I mean, well, well, I don't know. You know, but like, so I don't know what to say. Like. I, you know, we also like, I I know I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but we also had like, there were like three or four ultra rare monsters that had factoids when we first rolled it out. And I was like, fuck, because we promised people we wouldn't do that. So I went through and I just deleted them. Like, those are just like that content. I feel bad a little bit. Yeah. It is just gone. Yeah. Those jokes. We we wrote so many of those that I I feel like we're not going to be particularly attached to any game. Yeah, I mean, and it's also possible that, like, they're still in Scully's autocomplete list if we really, really wanted them or whatever. (laughs) Um, Oh, man, since I switched to Chrome, I don't have uh, Lazarus anymore. I don't know what that means. uh, Lazarus was a Grease Monkey add-on. It was an extension to Firefox, I think. Maybe maybe it does exist for Chrome. uh, That, like... You you will never again lose a bunch of data that you'd typed into a text field and then accidentally hit reload or back oh, or something. Oh, I know it what just I'm like downloading. stores ongoing histories of all of the text that you enter into web forms. Huh. Um, it, it like saved me. I mean, realistically, it has saved me minutes of work, but mm-hmm. like the potential for a lot more minutes. I mean, even if it's even if you don't actually lose a lot of time by fumbling that, it's a real. It's like never the same. If you spend a bunch of time it's writing never the a same, paragraph and, it's, it's and such you a, finally get it how you want it and then you lose it, you're like, well, fuck. Yeah, and then you write a, a paragraph it's a and it's a disproportionate punch not. in the balls when that yeah, happens. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, also, he says, uh, would it be possible to get a record somewhere in our accounts of how many Age of Boris and zombie skill points we have hidden counters? Huh. I mean, you do in your ascension history. It's just not collated particularly well. <laughs> um, Richard Baby 4000 says, who wrote the reference to Pitagorosuichi in the factory complex? My guess would be Riff. Where did yeah. you find out about that show? Any plans for an algorithm oh, dance reference? Pitagora um, is one of those things that makes me very happy Japan is no longer our enemy. <laughs> um, I that We passed those videos around real early yeah, in, in KOL. Was all, you know, like Xenophobe. Roy, uh, Roy was Xenophobe was enthusiastic. Or, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Man, the fucking the algorithm dance is so yeah. great. Yeah, <laughs> I remember watching just all video after video after video on YouTube of the the openings, yeah. the opening uh, Rube Goldberg crawls. Yep, stuff is good. Erich says, first off, Skulldozer is amazing. It does seem a little harsh on Manuel collectors, though, to have something that is exclusive to premium bind-on-equip item that will be removed shortly. If it was an item, however, it would be very broken due to how good of a pull it would be. 20 skeletons for one pull is broken. So my question, could you introduce a no-pull flag? That way, things like the Skulldozer can be experienced by folks that don't have the garden but want to collect factoids and wouldn't break a softcore run. You know, there is, there is internal discussion 
about whether this is a big deal or not. I, I, I think somebody asked me, are you worried that the monster manual is going to limit what you can do with stuff in the future? And I, I think that my answer was no, because I will not allow the monster manual to limit what we do with stuff in the future. And that it's going to have to be one of those things where we don't have a percent complete in the monster manual. Yeah. Right. And that's because that number doesn't really mean anything. And it and, would be constantly changing. Yeah, it would constantly be changing. And we cannot be beholden to this idea that everyone should be able to get everything without ever, like, farming the meat for a mystery or giving us some money. That right? said, like... like I, I, The Skulldozer art is really cool, and I like the idea of it. And I came up with an idea today that, like, would make it possible for other people to encounter it and i'm i think yeah okay right well right. except that as except that as erich points out you would you could pull no because you could the, pull in, in my conception of it it was a quest item oh yeah and i oh. I, I specifically said that yeah so okay yeah no that's huh. so sure yep um I mean, we might as well just say that because then people will bother us until we do it. Sure. Uh, your your idea was that there, we just add another multi-use recipe for 111 skeletons yeah. that gives you that gives that starts that fight yeah. with you. It just becomes an object and is a quest, quest item. item that you can start the fight. So it's it's there's clearly no ascension relevance, but it, you know you can in aftercore you could buy 111 skeletons and you could fight them and get the factoids even if you don't have the the garden. So. Cool. That's that's the. Thing. Uh, I think I skipped over. <clears throat> I skipped over a couple of lines. Erich er- was asking. Uh, so could you introduce a no pull flag? Yeah. And I think I think no. Well, we keep I think talking I don't about like do having a, uh, some sort of differentiation between quest and and like what? yeah. Because like well okay yeah yeah I mean I guess what I what I didn't want to do is whatever the other idea like that was. <laughs> it was so objectionable that I just excised it. I scoured it from my memory. Uh, lots of Phil says, why does putting a stone in an altar take an adventure, but pouring wine at an altar does not? Level 11 quest. Dude, I don't know. Stone's heavier. Okay. Yeah, good. Uh, Log from Blamo says, no offense to Erich, but amazing is the double plus good of our time. Once you learn to see the Fnords, you realize that amazing peppers mainstream television and radio as though copies had been packed into A-gauge shells and fired from a giant punt gun into a flock of wild cue cards. Have you noticed this? What are you doing to combat this blatant attack on expressive vocabulary? I don't know that... lost the thread of that sentence. Overuse of a single (laughs) word constitutes... A blatant attack on expressive vocabulary. I think you might be exaggerating a little bit. I mean, I mean, the word blatant. I know is that the word exaggerate probably, is overused. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, we all have favorite words, right? I use awesome a lot. I use yeah. I use I adorable I use. and baffling a lot. Yeah, yeah. I I will very frequently refer to something as fucking great. <laughs> I think I think that's how I sp- how I express amazing is fucking great. Yeah. Um, um, um. 
Ruster Butter says, I guess I'm just out of the loop in that I don't PvP, but what is with all the people marking everything 999 meat in the mall and then saying, gamers, do not buy this stuff. It is overpriced and for a PvP competition. Just wondering if this is actually a part of PvP or if PvP gamers need their own mall so they don't get mad at the general gaming population when their non-overpriced items sell when it doesn't suit them. Wait, what? No, I, th- I think you're misunderstanding this. It's going to go away very, very soon. Yeah. Uh, Bugger Feature says Linguini Lad the cement shoes item 13 Mafia Bowtie Mafia Stogie and the Mafia Violin show up in the Mr. Store search for them all despite the fact that they are not Mr. Store stuff yeah I don't know why those were marked Mr. Store huh. they it just was were all, that the, was the only way we not could the Knickerbockers something. everything uh, that is marked that that is not a Mr. Store item was because that was the only way we could mark something unsmashable oh uh, for a long time wait really yeah I thought it was our... unstealable in P- I thought it was unstealable in PvP uh well, that and that and preventing unsmashable, like uh, preventing being smashed. Huh. So, I think it. I think stuff with auto sell values of zero was unstealable too, or maybe I'm making that up. No, I guess pretty flowers. I f- hell, I don't know. Yeah, it was fairly late. It was fairly late in the game that we decided an auto sell of zero meant that something was really, really valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't remember. I I could have sworn that it was that we started marking stuff, Mister Store, uh, to prevent just to mark it as like really rare, um, and it hasn't been important because nothing exposed that until just now. So, yeah. So like uh, speaking of long to do lists that uh, never get done uh, because other stuff takes precedence. On my 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 personal to do list is uh, new mall categories. Uh, which was this thing was the Mr. Store stuff and also uh, new content vectors. Um, oh, I, I was yeah. going to go through. I was going to go through and just generate an actual list of item IDs that were Mr. Store stuff and not use the Mr. Store flag. Um, oh well, I think we should probably just figure out a way to just use that Mr. Store flag for what it is. Sure, that's. I think that's probably. True. Uh-huh. David LP writes, Milk of Magnesium, Eau de Booze, Gourmand, etc. all have no effect on PvP consumables. This is presumably because it would be way too overpowered, but have you guys considered adding a new skill or buff that has a similar effect for PvP fights? Maybe something new in the Swagger Shop that only has half the potency. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a thing. I hadn't, but that's a pretty good idea. Yep. Uh, Russell Butter says, see the new small search option and thanks. It was probably there before I asked about it and I just didn't see it because I'm using Firefox with a few Grease Monkey scripts running and they seem to be interfering. After I switched off Grease Monkey, everything was right as rain. I spent a lot of time editing mallsearch.php, which is just an old version of the search that's in mall.php. I don't know if anything references it anymore, but now there are two very distinct ones of those and I don't really know why. And I, that was a super fast thing that I didn't bother being really thorough about it. Um, anyway, on that note, I'm sure you've mentioned it before, but what browsers do you use when you're playtesting? Chrome, Firefox version, whatever, Explorer? Uh, I I pretty much exclusively use Chrome and have for a year or so at this point. I'm I'm still a diehard Firefox fan. I do Chrome I've, Safari. I've been, been meaning to to try some of the the other stuff, but I don't know. I just haven't had haven't had the impetus to to move. Is Chrome cool now because i remember when it came i was out, garbage it was when it came garbage, out but yeah, yeah. I, I really like it now huh. it does a, a handful um, it's of, not of super annoying things but it's yeah there's a good. bug in the most recent build on windows xp where suddenly every drop down with a bunch of items in it has a ton of white space before and like above and below hmm. the items in the drop down and it's just super fucking annoying like 
I'll go to open the thing, open the, you know, like, combat items menu or whatever, and it's just twice as tall as it should be. It's or the same height with half, when you, half the information. When you close it and load it again, it silently updates itself, Riff, which means you you can't get a stable build of it because like they'll oh. just introduce all kinds of crazy bugs potentially into any given it build. It doesn't it doesn't really cause that many problems. Well, but then it will um, silently them like, them constantly them constantly trying to foist like, fucking pepper pepper, pepper flash on you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. I Eat Food says, The Loathing Legion knife is only tradable in one form, and thus when sold in trade, one can go to the mall and compare prices. Lately, there have been a few unscrupulous players who take other foldables and fold them into more expensive items and sell them for a discount to players that don't know what else to search for in the mall. Is there a way you could implement some uh, mechanic to the foldables that makes them only traded in one form to help regulate the price, protect less versed players from trade, and declutter the Mr. A search in the mall a little easier to look through? Um, that Also, that addition is sweet. Thanks for adding it. You know... Incomplete information is what allows yeah, I was just about to say, I love, an, an economy I love to operate in a in an environment like trade, and yeah. it's. I feel like just it, because you would feel ripped off if you were yeah. them does not mean that they feel ripped off. I feel like moving and, forward, we're going to have the situation where something that has nine forms will just have one tradable form. But all the legacy stuff, you know, it's it's old and it's different and it's having that information makes you more potent as a player, right? Like that's, I, I don't feel bad. Yeah, it's about one that. of the ways, it's one of the ways that, that player skill actually enters into the equation, Yeah, you know, and in a, in a game that is just about clicking things and making numbers get bigger, we could use all the opportunities that there are for player skill to make a difference. I mean, it. even like in, in other games where you craft stuff into other stuff, like sometimes the, the materials are really valuable and the crafted stuff isn't and sometimes vice versa. And if you can like recognize those disparities, you can buy a bunch of stuff, convert it and then resell it at a profit. And like, that's exciting for players that are interested in virtual economies, right? Like that's you, you like, you notice like a, an arbitrage opportunity. And I feel like, I feel like those kinds of things are pretty rare or are going to get more and more rare as like people get better and better, like wikis and stuff and so yeah i don't know yeah i mean when i when i when i uh interact with an auction house in an mmo i always just like eh, i'm just gonna put this in low so that somebody will buy it because mm -hmm. i'll get 10 times as much money as i would for selling it to a vendor yeah. and i don't care if it's just somebody running a bot that then resells it to somebody else higher i just want the money like right away and so whatever and like somebody would look at that and think oh this is a this is a travesty you're getting you're getting screwed jick you're getting ripped off and i was like nope no i am not <laughs> yep. um you know I and mean, it's you're you're paying a little extra fee for the benefit of not having to spend your time figuring, figuring out, out the economy yeah, yeah so, exactly I mean, and i mean that's the same thing if you yeah. overpay for something in trade like yeah. if somebody if somebody tries to sell a newbie some crazy bullshit for 10 times its price that somebody will warn them or if they don't then maybe somebody gets ripped off and then that's a fantastic learning experience for messing around <laughs> in the economy you know, once they discover them all, they're like, man, fucking this is where I should be and not that trade channel bullshit. I mean, I, I remember like buying some stuff in the flea market when I first started playing KOL and then getting access to the mall and being like, what the fuck? I was, what the, god damn it. 
<laughs> because everything was so overpriced in the flea market for a long time. Uh, the yeah. flea market is weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's become a little outdated since there's that like bot, which sort of puts things in at reasonable prices and kind of has made that not really a place for people to, to make any headway or whatever, but yeah. And I mean, with the mall search actually categorized, the value of the flea market in terms of mm. categorization is less of a thing. Right. Yeah. Um, Because it's much easier to just browse random stuff in the mall now. Uh, Fred Levi says, well, if you want higher level magic spells to be relevant, how about you make magic work like in Skyrim, where instead of making it stronger, having better mysticality and plus spell enchantments simply makes your spells cheaper. Mm, Yeah, but the way this game works, that would just make them useless. The numbers are so small. Yeah. Um... Dog Talk Blade Blade says, I know you hate when questions, so when are you guys moving your entire operation up here to Canada? I'll buy you all a bunch of beers. And there are probably other benefits as well. <laughs> yeah, I've heard everyone there is very nice and gentle, and you can still own guns, but nobody will shoot you. <laughs> uh, two, with all the exciting activity surrounding Mr. Card Game, I've been wondering, what would a Word Realms card game look like? Mm, and then uh, Erich uh, links to Scrabble Slam, which... Uh, yeah, a word drums card game would look like Scrabble. Is that your answer? Yeah. Um, I think that Scrabble Slam. Did I te- did I ever send you a text message saying Scrabble Slam? It's good. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe I don't think so though. Um, because I think that might be the game that I was introduced to at a game night uh, one night in recent memory, and thought it was really good, and intended to buy a copy of it, where. You play, like, I forget exactly how it works. There are four letters on the table. You just have a hand with a bunch of letters in it, and it's like it's like a speed. It plays like the card game Speed, huh. where you put down a card to make the tableau into another word. Like, you replace one of the letters in the four-letter word to make it another word. Okay. And then you can just keep doing that as fast as you can. Hmm. So part of it is, like, you take the time to plan out a sequence that you can do but then while you're doing that like the more time you take to plan it out the more likely it is that somebody else is going to put a card down <laughs> and change it and the goal is just to run out of cards in your hand huh um it was pretty fun it's pretty fun uh Maley loaf says the crackpot mystic can combine other pixels to make a white pixel shouldn't he also be able to break down white pixels into their components nope <coughs> that is not how that is not how pixels work <laughs> Uh, hey, and that's all the questions, and I should probably figure out what's going on with my mom, and Riff and I should go eat dinner, and Yay, we should dinner. record a V-Gays Haze Days. Yay, V-Gays Haze Days. Yeah, V-Gays Haze Days. V-Gays Haze Days. <laughs> ich bin Deutsch. <laughs> uh, ich bin ein Jelly Donut. Uh, all right, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys in a little while on uh, Video Games Hot Dog if you're listening live. If you're not, we'll talk to you in however long it takes me to post Video Games Hot Dog, you to download it, and to get to the end of your six-year list of podcasts to listen to. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. Good night.